0: verses 26 to 38, and it can be found on page 878. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, to a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary answered, may your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her.
1: Good evening, everybody. John Lewis is the name for those who don't know me. It's a privilege to be asked to speak on Christmas Eve. Well, tonight we're going to be talking about making the impossible possible. But before we do, let's pray. Holy Spirit... On the eve of Christmas, may we feel your presence right now. May we, we can pray, you can give me the words to speak, but it's Jesus alone who can save us. Amen. Well, what is unique about the following people? Physicist and mathematician Isaac Newton, actor Humphrey Bogart, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, season 20 winner of the Survivor um, Boston Rob Mariano, Drug lord and escape artist El Chapo, cricketer Alastair Cook, and our very own Chris Sinfield. If you guessed, they all share their birthdays with Jesus on the 25th of December, you'd be wrong. As Chris said before, we don't know what date Jesus was born, but a lot of Christians agreed. Um, well after the New Testament period to celebrate Jesus' birth on the 25th of December. Well, we love to look forward to things, especially the birth of a baby. The anticipation of royal babies or celebrities and the lead-up to their birth is incredible. Paparazzi constantly follow them around, taking photos, creating rumours possi- of the possibility that one might be pregnant. So much effort is, in, is put into spreading the news and filling front covers of magazines, television, and news stories. And did you know you can even bet on the gender of a baby? We see in the Luke passage how Mary finds out about her upcoming pregnancy through a visit from an angel, and we see how she responds. Mary responds in two ways. At first, she she questions the angel like we probably all would. Verse 34, keep that Luke. Uh, reading open if you've got it there in verse 34 she says how will this be since i'm a virgin and later in verse 38 she accepts and is willing i am the lord's servant may your word to me be fulfilled mary's response in verse 38 she was willing and accepted she believed the angel's words and agrees to bear the child even though this seemed impossible in human standards But God is able to make the impossible possible. She was willing, even before she knew what Jesus would do for her and for all mankind. What is our response when we don't understand something, especially when it's supernatural? Are we sceptical? Do we immediately say, no, I don't believe that. How could that ever happen? Take the moon landing, for example. A lot of people witnessed it on TV all over the world, yet some people, they they, they still doubt whether it was real. The birth of Jesus to a virgin is a miracle that many people still find it hard to believe. We are reminded of some of the responses to seemingly unbelievable promises throughout the Bible. For example, in Genesis 18, Sarah, Abraham's wife, laughed to herself at the thought of becoming pregnant at her old age. And even in Luke 1.18, Zechariah doubted the angel. From his human perspective, he and his wife were too old to have a child. It's not possible. But remember, God is able to make the impossible possible. Verse 36. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. Jesus' cousin John, whose parents were Zechariah and Elizabeth, was also born under exceptional circumstances. Will we be like Zechariah or Sarah, or will we be like Mary? Trust and believe like Mary, or only trust when you have all the answers and evidence like Zechariah. As followers of Jesus Christ, our response to God's demands is to be willing and obedient, not laugh or doubt. If you ever catch yourself doubting God's word, remember verse 37. For no word from God will ever fail. And we have evidence of this from the Isaiah passage that was written 2,700 years ago. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and we will call him Emmanuel. We see in Luke the fulfillment of the prophecy from Isaiah that a virgin named Mary will conceive and will give birth to a son, Emmanuel, the Christ. Are we willing, in front of our family, our friends, or our colleagues, to openly say what we believe and what we celebrate at Christmas, or just go along with what's popular and talk about the traditional aspects? with no regard for the meaning of Christmas. As we approach Christmas, it's easy to get swept up in all the busyness, the worldly pressure of commercialism and the frantic rush to get everything done before the day. It's easy to do everything other than remember the reason for the holiday season and push Jesus' birthday to the side. We need to quiet our minds and refocus on the implications of the passage we've just looked at. So, we can become too familiar with Christmas and the significance of what we are actually celebrating. How will this year, next year, the years to come, how will they be different? See, maybe you've been a Christian for so long that the extraordinary birth of Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, has lost some of its significance. What will be our response? Will we be like Zechariah and doubt, or be like Mary and have a healthy skepticism? but be open to following Jesus. There is a God. You and I are not God. Who gets to decide what is right and wrong? If it is you, then you've made yourself God of your life. God cares very deeply for us and loves the whole world, that he would give us the best present that anyone could ever desire. No other religion's God has become a baby a real human who was vulnerable and would face all the struggles that we do. What type of God would do that for us? One that loves us. We're reminded in one of the most famous verses, John 3:16, God so loved the world that he sent his son to be the savior of the world and to give us eternal life. But why would you want to do that if you were God? Jesus came into the world as a baby. He was vulnerable. He suffered all the things as a human does. Why would he want to become vulnerable? Well, he did this because he loves us and he wants to be in relationship with us. He did this so that we could become human, so he could become human and die for us, taking the penalty for our sin. So how do we respond to such an announcement? Well, we have a choice. We can be like Mary, who was skeptical at first. She asked reasonable questions. Verse 29. How will this be since I'm a virgin? She went from being sceptical to submitting. Or in other words, she says to Gabriel, the angel, all right, I'm willing to do my part, but you need to explain how we're going to handle this one little problem. That's real faith. That's believing the impossible. That's trusting God when the facts argue against it. See, God could have chosen anyone to give birth to Jesus, but he chose Mary, a young virgin living in the little village of Nazareth. She wasn't very important, but she was important to God. And he chose her to do the most important thing one could imagine. He chose her to give birth to his son. See, God still chooses unimportant people to perform important tasks. He has given you and me the task of sharing the good news of Jesus and his love to the whole world. Go and make disciples of all nations. Matthew 28:19. Can you imagine a more important task? This year as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, let us like Mary answer God's call, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Merry Christmas.